1: recorded live. Hey everybody, welcome to the Happy Couple Repatterning. Our topic for this month is for love or money. So money issues in couples' relationships are often about power, control, and insecurity. And even the happiest couples report that money and finances are a source of stress and arguments in their relationship. And what I've found is that money issues can represent some of your most ingrained patterns. And also, the way that money issues play out in couples' relationships can be the catalyst for your own soul growth. So, for example, I didn't want to to be the breadwinner in the relationship. I wanted to be a housewife, but I didn't marry a guy who was going to let me play that role. And as it turned out, after a lot of inner work and repatterning, I've come to see that playing the housewife role was not my soul's evolutionary path this time around. What I came in in this lifetime to explore is independence and freedom. And so being a housewife wasn't a setup to allow me to explore those issues and to grow in those areas. So what I find is that in couples' relationships, the money issues can be a catalyst that prompts each of the partners to explore and grow and evolve in the way that their soul is wanting to move, in other words, what they came in to do. In this lifetime and so even maybe if you don't necessarily enjoy what's going on in your relationship around money if you if you sit with it and and dig a little deeper you might come to some understanding and some insights into how the money issues in your relationship are actually helping you in your soul's evolution and so before we get into the session you could even set that intention right now to think about what are some of the issues that play out in your relationship around money that are actually beneficial for your soul's evolution so so you can set the intention to to receive that insight and that awareness from this session okay so we've got the recording started so um So, I just want to say that you can set your intention to be included in this session as you listen to the recording. We have people who are on the recording live who are being included. We also have people who have registered for this session who are being included in the session in real time. And then we have people who will be listening to the recording of this session after the fact who can, you can set your intention. And participate in this session because we're working with energy there is no time space geography when we're working with energy so it's always the eternal now so whenever you connect with this repatterning that's the moment that you can receive the benefits and the shift from the session so let's do a little centering and grounding and then we'll move into the session So I'm just going to invite you to sit back and close your eyes and just start by breathing in and out through your nose as deeply as you can. And as you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your lower back. Fill up your belly like a balloon, expanding out at your ribs. Nice long exhales. And now check in with your body and notice any places of holding or tension and breathe into those areas, filling them up with energy and breath and light. And as you breathe out, breathe out any holding, any tension. And with each exhale, feel yourself release. And relax and
0: let go. And now bring your attention into your heart center.
1: And as you breathe in, take in that unconditional love that flows throughout the universe. And as you breathe out, send out that unconditional love that resides within you. So there's a perfect balance, a perfect exchange of energy and love on the inflow and on the outflow. And know that you're surrounded by love, both within and without.
0: And we surround
1: ourselves in the healing energy of divine love. Only our deepest wisdom and highest guidance come through in this session. This session brings about the highest healing, transformation, and coherence for each of our highest and best. Each one of us accepts the full benefit that this session offers. We ask our highest guidance to assist us in this process. And we give thanks for the gift of resonance repatterning and the greater well-being made possible through this session. And so it is. Okay. So now I'm going to use the muscle checking to tap into the group field and see how we need to start the session today. So at this time, it's best for us to talk about any issues or intentions for this session. Okay, I'm getting a no on that. Okay, so it's best for us just to move into the mandala. Yes. And we need to start with anything from orientation, problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility. There's something from a repatterning that we need to start with. There's something from modalities we need to start with. Yes. So we're actually going to start with um, a modality to transform our resonance. So oftentimes the modality comes at the end of the session, but um, it can come at the beginning or the middle or um, any point in the session. So let's see what we need. So the best modality for us as a group right now is something from this index. So I have all of these different indexes of different options that we can use. It's something from this index, something from this index, this index, yes, okay. So we're gonna work with a meridian point as the modality. And the meridian point that we need is associated with the fire element. It's associated with the earth element, yes. So earth element is about abundance. and we need to have a stomach meridian point yes so the stomach meridian um, is about nourishing and caring for ourselves and others impartially free of attachments to results so the stomach meridian supports us in having our own needs met as well as giving us pleasure in meeting the needs of others in a balanced way so the earth is generous in its abundance, and similarly, the stomach meridian wants to give. The stomach meridian teaches us to nourish ourselves so that we can keep on giving generously to our family, friends, neighbors, our global family, our communities. And our stomach meridian needs help if we're not meeting our own needs. If we're not supporting others needs being met or if we find ourselves constantly meeting others needs at the cost of exhausting ourselves and feeling resentful. So you can see how this stomach meridian point, this modality, ties into the theme of codependence that we've been working on throughout this series. So let's see which point we actually need to work with here. So the point we need is uh, number one, number two. It's number three, number four. Okay, so this is um, the stomach meridian point number 42. It's called rushing yang and it's located on the top of the foot in the hollow approximately half bit halfway between um the ankle and um where the second and third metatarsal bones meet so it's it's like maybe like a half inch from like the actual ankle joint on top of the foot and so I'm just going to check. So we need to work with the right side. No, we're going to work with the left side. So the left stomach meridian, point number 42. So let's see what we need to do at this point. We need to have a tuning fork on the point. We do. And the tuning fork that is needed is one of the chakra points. It's one of the sharps, yes. So I'm going to get my tuning forks here. And the tuning fork that we need is one of these three. It's this one. It's this one. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So it's this, this this so the point um the uh, tuning fork is a d sharp so d sharp relates to like in between the um the pelvic chakra and the solar plexus okay so um d sharp tuning fork and there's anything else needed with this? No. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to strike the tuning fork and I'm going to put it on the point right on the chart and it's going to be just as if I'm putting this tuning fork right on the point on your body. And as I do this, I'm going to just read to you a little bit about this point here okay so this is a source point and it calls up the essence energy of the stomach meridian this is one of the most grounding of the earth points when there's instability when you feel out of control when you've lost your sense of equilibrium or when your thoughts go round in circles obsessively and you can think about you know how this relates to money issues you know oftentimes When we feel we don't have enough money coming in, we feel unstable, right? Our finances are unstable. We feel out of control. We feel off balance. Okay, I'm going
0: to strike the fork again.
1: Okay, and so when the stomach meridian can't help, can't receive help or sympathy, this point is good. Um, When nothing others do for you is enough, this point helps you to receive and appreciate the support that's being offered. You know, oftentimes, it's not so much that help is unavailable to us, it's that we don't recognize it, or we're not able to take it in. Or For whatever reason, we feel that it's not being helpful in the way that we need it. So this is going to help us to actually be able to receive the help and appreciate the support that's being offered. Um, This point also provides stability and centeredness during times of transition.
0: So this helps
1: to um, bring a surge of earth chi energy to create stability and grounding. Okay, and this is complete, yes.
0: So just take a
1: little moment and let that integrate. Okay, so there's another meridian point that we need to work with. Okay, so that's complete. There's another modality we need. Now, so it's best for us at this time to um, go back to the mandala and we need something from orientation, problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility, a repatterning is needed, yes. So the best repatterning for us at this time is something from A, B, something from C, something from D, something from E, yes, yeah, something from A. And it's something from number one, number two, okay. So this is um this is a repatterning around vision. So let's see what we
0: need here.
1: Is there anything that we need to hear from the introduction to this? Yes, okay. So this is um this repatterning is based on Dr. Sirota, who is an optometrist who's been working in the field of vision for um, probably 50 years or more. And early on in his career, he noticed that when he provided glasses for his patients, their eyes, rather than being helped by the prescription, became progressively weaker. And so they required stronger and stronger prescriptions over time. So, let's see there's something more we need to hear. He also observed that when his patients were fitted with a new prescription, inevitably they disliked the new glasses at first, and he told them that he had been trained to say, "Your eyes will adapt," recognizing that as they did adapt, their eyes would worsen. So he decided to to find another way. And so let's see, there's something from here, something from here we need to hear, something from here, something from here. Okay, and so what he be- began to understand was the connection between emotions and eyesight. And he summed up his, um, he summed up his understanding of the eyes and their relationship to emotions in this way. He says it's all a matter of light. So when the eye muscles become chronically tense, the full quotient of light is blocked and then your body-mind system is thrown out of sync. So our emotional traumas, negative feelings and beliefs block the inflow of light to the retina and from there that blocks the inflow of light to the hypothalamus and from the hypothalamus to the glandula and the immune systems. So, there's something more we need to hear from this introduction now. Okay. So, you can think about how emotions affect what you see, but also how what you're feeling affects the quality of your eyesight and um, and how the light enters your eyes and energizes your whole system. Okay, so in terms of this repatterning, so this one, it's kind of a, I'd say it's a little esoteric this repatterning because it's it's um it's based on this kind of revolutionary idea about emotions and eyesight and how it all works together to um to energize our system. Okay. So let's see what we need here. So at this time we need to start with something from A. Yes, okay. So, this is a problem that we're going to identify here, okay? So, this is um, a problem in our relationship around money, Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... Um if you're listening to the recording, you can you can write down the answers to the questions that I'm going to pose to you and and those um patterns can be included in this session. So that's how you can superimpose your own individual session onto the group session. Okay. So interesting how uh Reverend Eliza says fascinating about the eyes. I have an eye issue that I've had since I was 10 and I was not allowed to have emotions. Yes. Very interesting, isn't that? Okay, so what we need to start with, okay, is so we need to relate this to money. So what is the problem around money in your couple's relationship? And if you're not in a couple's relationship right now, you can think about what were some of the money issues that you experienced in past relationships. And so the information that I need to get is um, is from somebody on the call live, no. It's from any of the input on the message board or the emails I received. No, so I'm just going to get it from the field. Yes, okay.
0: Okay, so let's see here. I'm just going to sort of tune in.
1: Okay, there's something more. No, okay, so this is what I came up with. So this is the best way to word it, yes, okay. So you can repeat after me, and notice when you say this, notice what it feels like in your body. Okay, so say, money issues cause stress between me and my partner. Our money issues get in the way of our intimacy and connection. When money is tight, our relationship becomes constricted and love does not flow freely.
0: And that is on. So we are resonating with that right now. So now the question is, what do you want instead of this?
1: So this is something I need to get from the callers. I need to get it from any of the input sent. No, I need to get it from the field. Okay.
0: So this is the best way to word it. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, so repeat after me. Say, we maintain our loving connection and intimacy
0: regardless of our financial situation. We focus on our love
1: and allow that to carry us through times of difficulty and stress.
0: And right now, that is not resonating. That's off.
1: Okay, so now we're going to do some resonance checks for connection to our own self.
0: So it's something from Part
1: A. Yeah. So what I want you to do is place your hands on your head, okay, and just kind of feel which side feels light or dark. which side feels bigger or smaller heavier or lighter just notice what that feels like so we're going to do this resonance connect um, resonance check for um, balanced connection to yourself.
0: And that's off. Okay. There's something from
1: more from this section we need. No. Something from this section that's needed.
0: Okay. So there's something from this
1: section. Yes. Okay. So this is um this is a resonance check for connection to others. So what I want you to do is Look at something or someone and consciously breathe in and out slowly and deeply. And just notice what that feels like as you look at something or someone and and breathe slowly and deeply.
0: So this is a a resonance check,
1: checking resonance for being relaxed and breathing while seeing. So I'm going to check that, and we are off for that. Okay. So we need to go to a vision modality at this time. No. Okay, so that's the end of that repatterning. So you could see how, given this topic of relationships and money, and how money kind of gets in the middle of the relationship. So that you're no longer connected to yourself, you're no longer connected to your partner. So what I'm seeing is this repatterning is going to help you to to connect back with yourself and also to stay connected to your partner. So kind of taking money out of the middle of it. Okay, so there's another repatterning that we need at this time. Yes? And it's something from A, B, C, D, E, something from F, G, H, I. Okay, it's something from A, something from B. Okay, so now we're going to do... Something from the non karma repatterning, so let's see what we need here. the non karma repatterning, okay, so we need to hear anything from the introduction, yes and.
0: So it's something from
1: here, something from here, something from here, something from here, something from here. So it says that old karmic experiences can be fruitful and beneficial or they can limit us today as we evolve our inner divinity and prosper in the world. from here is needed most karmic patterns are not held at physical emotional and mental levels they're held and activated at the light body level the subtle soul level that exists beyond our physical emotional and mental bodies and these light body patterns include the residual imprinting from solemn vows that we may have taken in other lifetimes They can also come in with our holographic family lineages and generational patterns. Something more from here we need to hear. We need to hear this. We need to hear this. 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 Okay, So in this repatterning, we use materials and exercises from both quantum physics and metaphysics, which have anecdotal and, in some cases, scientific proof and effectiveness. So these include um, NLP, Neuro Linguistic program, cr- Programming, EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique, Modalities from Resonance Repatterning, and Family Systems Repatternings, Et cetera. Okay. So there's anything more that we need to hear from the introduction? No.
0: And I'm already shifting because I'm yawning. so let's see what we need here so in terms of this
1: repatterning we need to list something from A something from B I'm just going through here so um, we need to identify any patterns relating to poverty, yes, so it's something from one through ten, eleven through twenty, eleven through fifteen, number sixteen, number seventeen Okay. And so what came up is, um, I live on air and the joy of service.
0: So this is the comic
1: pattern related to poverty. So let's check that, okay? So repeat after me. Say, I live on air and the joy of service. I'm going to check that umbilically. That's umbilically on. There's any pattern, any other pattern around poverty that we need to focus on? Yes. Okay. So there's another one here. And this is something from one through five, six through ten, number six. And what came up is, I don't know how to charge for my services. So we'll check that. So repeat after me. I don't know how to charge for my services, and that is on. Okay, and now there's another poverty pattern we need to focus on no there's something around celibacy yes so this is the karmic pattern
0: related to celibacy and it's something here from number one Number two.
1: And what came up is, I hide my attractive appeal. So say that. And that's resonating, I hide my attractive appeal. There's any other karmic pattern related to we need celibacy we need to focus on. No. Uh there's something related to silence. Obedience, yes.
0: And so let's see what's needed here.
1: It's something here from number 1, number 2, number 3. So, I am obedient to authority and suppress my natural instincts. So, um uh, this is a general check. So say I am obedient to authority and suppress my natural instincts. And I'm gonna check that umbilically. That's umbilically on. So that's on at a core level. There's something from part E, F, yes. So this is the karmic pattern related to renunciation.
0: And it's something here from number one, number two. And so say, I suppress
1: my needs. And that is on. We are resonating with that. There's something around invisibility. Yes, so this is the karmic pattern related to invisibility. And it's something from the list here from one through five, number one. Number two...
0: And this is a general
1: check. Say, I blend in with everyone else. And that is on. We are resonating with that. Something from H, I. So this is um, the karmic pattern related to martyrdom.
0: And it's something from the list here from one, two. It's number
1: one, number two. And this is a general check. Say, I give up my life for the greater good. And that's on. We're resonating with that. Oh, man, this stuff is making me yawn here. I'm just going to have a little sip of water. Okay, so there's anything else around martyrdom that we need to focus on? No. Anything from J, K, L. Okay, so this is the karmic pattern related to guilt.
0: And it's number one. Yeah.
1: So this is about perfectionism. I don't know if I've ever really thought about perfectionism as an aspect of guilt, but now that I see this, um, it makes sense. So say I am overly perfectionistic. Yeah, and we are on for that. So there's something from this section that we need to focus on. Yeah. So this is the the reason for the renunciation. So why in an earlier incarnation we may have taken these karmic vows of poverty. Okay. Okay. Um, So it's something here from 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6, number 7, number 8, number 9.
0: So I am a contemplative.
1: So let us check this. So say, I am a contemplative. And that is on. And so... I'm also thinking about this in terms of like being overly empathic, feeling other people's emotions can bring us into seclusion and... um, having being an introvert can make us yearn for seclusion, and so back in an earlier incarnation, maybe the only way to to be able to um to honor that aspect of ourself was to take um religious vows so we could go into seclusion um and now, here in this incarnation, that's still kind of um, operating as a, a karmic contract for us. So you might want to think about, like, how do you honor that part of yourself that wants to be a contemplative, that wants, that likes, you know, the hermit lifestyle, the seclusion, Um How do you carve out time for yourself so that you can honor that aspect without feeling like you have to totally shut down and um, sequester yourself or cloister yourself away? And I think that goes back to what we've been talking about in terms of the the codependence also certainly goes back to I suppress my needs, um, I suppress my natural instincts. So how do you honor your need for for contemplation? How do you honor your your natural instincts to be maybe more um introverted in a world that really um values extroverts?
0: Okay, so let's see where we're going to go next here. So there's something from
1: part D, E, okay. So now we're going to release the vows,
0: okay? So... And
1: the vows that need to be released are something from one through five, number one. So poverty vows need to be released. There's any other vows that need to be released? Yes. So poverty, so one through five It's number one. Number two, number three, um, poverty, silence. Any other vows that need to be released? No, so poverty and silence.
0: Okay. Okay, so what I want you to do is close your eyes and connect into your center and you can say these out loud or
1: if you're not in a place where it's um, where it's not um, appropriate you can say these to yourself but i have a feeling it would be good to go back and do this um, out loud when you get a chance so you can go back and listen to the recording and do this piece and say it out loud. Okay. So what you're gonna do is um let's see, we're gonna do some tapping. So we're gonna tap on any cranial bones. The sphenoid. Yeah. Okay. So let me uh let me go to my chart of cranial bones, just to make sure I remember where the sphenoid is. I think I have an idea, but I want to make sure that we're right on the spot. Okay, so see here. All right, got the chart here. So the sphenoid is um this is right on the temples outside the orbital ridge of the eyes. So you're going to gently tap on your temples. And it matters which fingers you use. No. Okay. So gently tapping on your temples, that's the sphenoid bone. And then there's any kind of toning or eye movements or breath or there's any essential oils needed with this? No. Okay. So the tapping can be synchronous with both hands together or it can be kind of alternate sides. So let's see, does it, it matters whether it's synchronous or alternate? It does. So it needs to be synchronous. It needs to be alternate. So we need to tap on the right, the left starting on the left. So Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. That's the tapping. And the rhythm needs to be, we need to know about the rhythm now. Okay. So everybody got that? You're going to tap on your temples, starting on the left side, alternating left and right, left and right, as you say this out loud. Okay. Okay, so say, the solemn vows I made in other lifetimes to renounce the world and live in poverty and silence
0: are not necessary in
1: this lifetime. Poverty and silence no longer serve me in any form or dimension. I no longer have to live in poverty and silence. I am hereby supported as I renounce this vow of poverty and this vow of silence in this lifetime and in all parallel lifetimes and dimensions.
0: I now rescind any and all vows
1: that keep me experiencing the illusion of limitation.
0: I cut the cord with
1: the person or people or institution to whom I have made these vows of poverty and silence, knowing that they too are free in this lifetime. Any and all karmic ties related to these vows of poverty and silence
0: and the beliefs and experiences
1: that have resulted are now released. I dispense with these vows for myself and for all of my ancestors. I declare these vows null and void. In this incarnation and all incarnations across time and space, parallel realities, parallel universes, Alternate realities. Alternate universes. All planetary systems. All source systems. all dimensions and the void. I ask for the release of all crystals, thought forms, Emotions, Matrices, Veils, Cellular Memories, Governors, Outdated Pictures of Reality, and Genetic Limitation Now. I let go of the old patterns of being unrecognized, underpaid, unseen, unheard, and impoverished. I do not need to beg for anything. I step forth in this world, free of the need to be protected. by any secluded institution. In this lifetime, I am welcomed wherever I go. My message and work are welcome wherever I go. I am now free of all of my vows of of obedience. from any and every lifetime as a nun, monk, martyr, ascetic, servant, slave, witch, shaman, prostitute, victim, abuser, starving artist, or any other role that inhibits my personal evolution in this lifetime.
0: I now commit to my personal evolution in this lifetime.
1: I shine brightly and radiantly. I shine brightly and radiantly. I shine brightly and radiantly. And so it is.
0: Okay, now we'll just take a pause and let that integrate.
1: Okay. And we need some more integration time. No. Okay. So now we need to move into the positive patterns. Yes. So we need something from this section. We need something from here. So this is um, the personal focus that is needed. And it's something here from 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 21. Ah, I trust myself. and this is a general check, say, I trust myself.
0: And that one's umbilically off.
1: So we need something from this section. This is the balanced masculine feminine wisdom.
0: And it's something here from one through five, number six. And this is the best way to word it, yes.
1: Okay. So this is a general check. Repeat after me. Say, I am a powerful human being. And I have a significant creative role to play. In shaping our world. And that is off right now.
0: Okay, there's something from this section we needed. Yes. So
1: this is um, the new pattern around work or career. And it's something here from one through five, number six. That's the best way to word it. So repeat after me. Say, I know how to communicate my high value to others. And I'm going to check that umbilically. Yeah, that's umbilically off. So that that came up under the heading around um, work and career, but you can see how that That's a pattern that is going to be useful in any aspect of your life. Something from E is needed. Yes.
0: Okay, so this is the new pattern around relationship.
1: And it's something here from one through five. It's number one, number two, number three, number four. And say, I enjoy radiating my natural sex appeal. Smart and winning personality. And I'm going to check that umbilically. That's umbilically off. We are not resonating with that at all. However, we're going to shift that. Something from this section that's needed, yes. So this is the new pattern around family and community leadership. And it's something here from one through five, number one, number two, number three, number four. And again, this is another one that even though it's under this heading around family and community leadership, it's um, it's going to be quite useful in all aspects. And what it is is I'm a natural leader of my time and accept the responsibilities of acting from vision, values, and the greater good. So repeat after me. Say, I am a natural leader of my time.
0: And I accept the responsibilities of acting from vision, values, And the greater good. And that is off. Okay.
1: Excuse me. Shifting over here. Okay. So, this is around the new pattern around health that is needed.
0: And it's something here from number one. Number two.
1: Okay. So say, as I care for my health and well-being, I model the same for others. And that's off right now. And I know... Going back to that theme of codependence, oftentimes, um, especially for mothers, I think, and and fathers as well, but for people who have kids, I think um, they're so focused on taking care of the kids that they put their own health on the back burner. And I think that this is going to help, this pattern here is going to help to shift that perspective so that you can take care of your own health and as you do that you understand that you're actually modeling coherent patterns for your children as well so when you take care of yourself you're you're um creating a new family pattern that the um the other people in your family can then align with.
0: Okay, so there's something from H, I, J.
1: So this is um, the new pattern around self-realized service. So rather than that pattern around martyrdom, It's about being of service in a way, in a new way, that actually is, um, promotes self-realization rather than self-denial or denigration. So it's something here from number one, number two, number three, number four,
0: It's number one, number two. It's number one, two, three.
1: So this is the best way to word it. Yes, okay. So the new pattern around self-realized service, and you can repeat after me, say, I maintain energetic integrity as I exchange service with others. And that's off. And that goes back to what we talked about in terms of I think um, the need for that contemplative life and the need to withdraw, especially if you're highly sensitive or empathic, being able to maintain your own energetic integrity so that you don't take on other people's stuff so that you have a strong energy field that, um, that has good filters that filters out other people's stuff so their stuff isn't attaching to you and, and, depleting you.
0: Okay, so there's something from K L
1: Okay, we need to go to the modalities. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go to the modalities. So we, we did that release of the old vows, and now um, we're going to make an input of coherent, balanced, energetic information at the subtle levels of our unified body-mind-spirit field to, to, um, to fill the space that we cleared out from those old vows that we released with these new patterns. We're going to fill the space with these new patterns. Okay, so. So the the modality that's needed is from this index, yes. And it's something from number one, number two, number three. So this is groaning, toning, chanting, and humming. (laughs) Very interesting. So the use of the voice, okay, the vow of silence, right? The use of the voice is an ancient method of healing, and it need not depend upon faith or belief any more than our use of electricity, which provides light and energy in our daily living. So this healing is available to anyone who can let the voice express itself in a natural way and experience its benefits. Anyone who can groan can tone, chant, and hum. Okay, so the greatest difference between groaning and toning is that the person who is toning watches the process and after the first sigh directs it consciously. Toning is a very positive, consciously-directed identification with the inner power of life and the full awareness of the release of it at will. Whereas groaning, on the other hand, is the sound the body makes naturally. It's not consciously directed. So in this exercise, we're going to focus on groaning. Okay. So this is just allowing your body to make the noise that it's wanting to make. So let's see how we're going to do this. So we need to stand up, yes. So we're going to stand erect with your feet several inches apart. And again, um, you can do this now with me. Um, I'm also doing it for, for you by proxy, doing it for the group by proxy. And if you're not in a place where you can do this, um, you can come back and listen to the recording and do this, um, do it when you have more time and you're in a place that is more appropriate to this modality. Okay, so you're going to stand erect with your feet several inches apart and you stretch both arms high. (sighs) Letting them drop back and your shoulders swinging on the spine as a crossbar rests on top of a T in perfect balance. Close your eyes and begin to look inward and feel let your torso ride on the pelvic on on the pelvic bony structure, with the feeling that the hips, um, the hip bones are protruding a little like headlights on an automobile. Okay, and that's to counter our usual tendency to cave in and bend forward. So, kind of let the body. Way as a flower on its stalk in a breeze <sighs> and now feeling the magical process of aliveness within and around you let your body speak relax your jaws so that your teeth are slightly parted let sound come up from your body not down upon it from the mind, but up from your feeling sense. Let the body groan. It may be only an audible deep sigh, but it's a feeling of release or emptying out, of resting. Encourage it to be vocal. Start with low groans. Hmm. <sighs> And let the body groan as long as it likes and with abandon. You may think that you have nothing to groan about, but you might be surprised. All the hurts, physical and emotional, which you've received are buried in your subconscious memory. And groaning offers a release for them. Once the door is opened, repressed feelings of your entire life might begin to flow out. The voice may rise and fall. Words may or may not come out. A sound might go on for 10 minutes or an hour. Whatever happens, just let it be okay. Don't allow the mind to interfere, but rather let it observe what happens. And once your body feels cleansed, a sigh is released, and you know that the body voice is satisfied. <sighs>
0: We need to do any chanting. Any humming is needed. Now.
1: There's another modality that is needed. Now. So that is complete. Okay. And that, <laughs> that was kind of fun. I think I'm going to have to do some more groaning and um, sort of Let that let the body
0: speak. Okay. So we'll take a few moments and let that integrate.
1: So another um, modality is needed. No, we need to go back and recheck the statement. So now we're going to go back and confirm what has shifted. Okay. So we're going to go back and start with um, the statement of the problem around money and couples' relationships. So you can repeat after me. And notice when you say these now, notice what it feels like as you say these. Okay, so say money issues cause stress between me and my partner. Our money issues get in the way of our intimacy and connection.
0: When money is tight, our
1: relationship becomes constricted. And love does not flow freely. And that's off. Nice. So that has shifted. Excellent And so this was the the positive intention, what we wanted instead of that problem. So repeat after me, say we maintain our loving connection and intimacy. regardless
0: of our financial situation. We
1: focus on our love and allow that to carry us through times of difficulty and stress. And that is on. Nice. We are resonating with that. So now going back to that um, resonance check for connection to yourself, put your hands on your head and just notice what that feels like now. Does one side feel bigger or smaller? Does one side feel darker or lighter? And we're checking resonance for balanced connection to yourself and that is on now. Okay, and now um now you're going to just just look at something and continue to breathe easily and deeply.
0: And I notice my breath feels a
1: lot more um free. So we're checking resonance for being relaxed and breathing while seeing. Good, that is on. Nice. Okay, now we're going to go into the non-commer repatterning. So this is the comic pattern related to poverty. Say, I live on air and the joy of service.
0: that is off. Say, I don't know how to charge for my services. And that is off. Nice.
1: And this is the karmic pattern related to celibacy. Say, I hide my attractive appeal. That's off. We're not resonating with that anymore. And this is the karmic pattern related to obedience. Say, I am obedient to authority and suppress my natural instincts.
0: Yeah, that's off. Nice. And this is the karmic pattern
1: related to renunciation. Say, I suppress my needs. That is off. Beautiful. All right. This is the karmic pattern related to invisibility. Say, I blend in with everyone else. And that is off. We're not resonating with that anymore. We can stand out and be unique. And this is the karmic pattern related to martyrdom. Say, I give up my life for the greater good.
0: And that's off. We are not resonating with that anymore.
1: And this is the karmic pattern related to guilt. Say, I am overly perfectionistic.
0: And that's off. We're not resonating with that anymore.
1: and this is the um the reason for the um renunciation say i am a contemplative
0: and that is off
1: okay now uh this is the personal focus that's needed say i trust myself And that is on. Beautiful. And this is the balanced feminine masculine wisdom. Say, I am a powerful human being. And I have a significant creative role to play. In shaping our world. And that is nice and strong. Beautiful. Yeah. Just sort of sit up a little uh, straighter there with that one, huh? Okay, this is the new pattern around work or career. Career. Say, I know how to communicate my high value to others. And that's on. Nice. This is the new pattern around relationship. Say, I enjoy radiating my natural sex appeal. Smart and winning personality. That is on. Nice and strong for that. Beautiful. And this is the new pattern around family and community leadership. Say, I am a natural leader of my time. And I accept the responsibilities of acting from vision, values, and the greater good. And that's on. Nice and strong for that. Beautiful. This is the new pattern around health. Say, as I care for my health and well-being, I model the same for others.
0: Good. That is on. Nice. And this is the new pattern
1: around self realized service. Say, I maintain energetic integrity as I exchange service with others. Good, that's on. Nice. We are resonating with that very strongly. Beautiful. Okay. So, everything has shifted. <sighs> There's something more that's needed from this session. No, this session is complete. Yes. Great. So, the session is complete. Beautiful. I'm just going to um, take us off of mute. And I'm happy to, to answer any questions or um you wanna share any insights that you received? I'd love to hear so um Tricia says after my husband had to deal with some health issues and turn the finances topsy turvy, I had to get bifocals yeah, interesting we had to, uh we did that vision repatterning, and Eliza had the vision issue as well. Right. So any questions or comments? Um, this is Leanne. And, yes. Um, I think going back to the nunnery and the martyr uh, is really powerful because not necessarily that with me, but from an, an ancestral point of view, that many of our ancestors were martyrs and whether physically or emotionally or spiritually yes, Had yes, in my history, and I think that also um for women in going into the convent if they if for whatever reason they didn't get married, that was like their only option, and oftentimes they might have been put there as a punishment, even. Really? Or to keep them celibate? Yeah, to keep them celibate, to punish them because they didn't have a husband to care for them. Um,
0: wow.
1: And so, you know, there was two options, well, three options. You could go into prostitution, you could be a, go into the convent, or you could get married. <laughs> you know, there wasn't a lot of options for women. Oh my God, I never thought of that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, uh guest 5 says awesome, hugely powerful, ripp- rippling through all levels of me and out through all. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I know. So I think I'm going to uh take a little take a little rest and maybe do a little more groaning later on. Um sure. <laughs> that was kind of fun and that was um a good release. So, cool. Oh, thank you, everybody. So, I'll be sending the report um, probably sometime tomorrow if I don't get it out tonight. And um, come back and you can listen to this um, again and again and again if you feel like um, you want to, you know, go deeper and deeper with it. Listen to this recording again. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so... Um, Get out there and be vocal and be visible. <laughs> be smart with a winning personality, right? Okay, bye bye everybody. Thank you. Thank you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.